Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, 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 and welcome to Believe. That's B-L-E-A-P in Lions right here on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm your host, as always, at Javanaugh87, Jack Kavanaugh. And unfortunately, it will be a solo show once again. Jerry still celebrating too hard with the new year rolling in. We understand We wish our favorite Detroit Lion well, and we will talk to him soon. But in the meantime, we must talk to you about betonline.ag. BetOnline has you covered this holiday season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football continues its march through the college football bowl season and the NFL playoffs. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. So head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE to receive your bonus. That's B L E A V. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports, so don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing new offers available. BetOnline, where the game starts. And unfortunately, when this game started for the Detroit Lions, they were missing their starting quarterback, Jared Goff. He was out with a knee injury. They were missing their starting right guard, Hal Vitae, who was out with COVID. They were missing their wide receiver, too, Josh Reynolds, who was out with COVID. They were missing their wide receiver, three, Khalif Raymond, who was also out with COVID. And they were missing their fullback, Jason Cabinda, with a knee injury. And that's not even talking about middle linebacker Alex Anzalone. His season was cut short, as was Pro Bowl snub Amani Oruwarie, who, need I remind you, absolutely deserves to be in the Pro Bowl with his third in the NFL interceptions with six. And he's missed the past two games, too. And he's still third in the NFL in interceptions behind all-world corner Trayvon Diggs, don't get me wrong, not not comparing, and J.C. Jackson of the Patriots. That's it. Those are the only two players with more interceptions than Amani Oruwari, still a Pro Bowl snub, and the Lions absolutely missed him this weekend against the Seahawks. 
they lose 51 to 29, which is the most points they've given up all season. It is the first time under Dan Campbell that they have given up 50. Their previous worst was 44 to the Eagles and 41 to the 49ers. Those were the only games over 40 points. So this was an all-time poor performance from the defense. But you kind of understand through this injury and COVID-racked season. And now we'll also be missing our two offensive tackles, Panay Sewell and Taylor Decker, potentially. They are on the COVID list. Remember, they can come back potentially within five days. So there's still a chance, but we wish them well in their recovery. As for this game, though, Tim Boyle, episode three. Unlike Star Wars, where, you know, I I kind of enjoyed uh, both of the third. Well, not the new series as much, but uh, when we're talking about the Ridge Tridge, then we have Return of the Jedi. That's pretty great. When we talk about uh, Revenge of the Sith, number three from the modern ones, that's pretty good, especially compared to the second one, Attack of the Clones. We won't get into the, the new one, but regardless, Tim Boyle, part three, terrible. Three interceptions, 262 yards, and two touchdowns, but... In addition to being the worst game the defense has played, it's the worst quarterback performance we've seen from the Lions. And it just proves that Tim Boyle is not the answer at definitely not starting quarterback, but not even as a backup in this NFL analyst's humble opinion. So what's the answer? We know Jared Goff will be back in 2022. That contract is immovable unless someone really wants to trade for him. But QB2, what do we do? Do we go with Matt Corral, the quarterback out of Ole Miss? Do the Lions go with Sam Howell out of North Carolina? What about Kenny Pickett from Pittsburgh? Malik Willis from Liberty? Carson Strong from Nevada? Desmond Ritter from Cincinnati? Those are all viable options with the Lions second first round pick or their early second round pick. And I'd be happy with all of those. And if the Lions go a different route, they could always draft Bailey Zappy Zap. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. I will have to do some more research on the young man from Western Kentucky. But The point is, there are options in this quarterback class. Maybe not to the top level that we just saw. You can't be surprised by that. Mac Jones has been elite. We know the ceiling of Trevor Lawrence. We know the ceiling of Justin Fields. But this is an interesting group of quarterbacks with tools, especially for a team like the Lions, who are going to be starting Jared Goff. I am very interested to see how this pans out during the draft process. As for free agency, does it really make sense to add a guy? Potentially for cheap. The Lions can't afford to invest a lot of money into the quarterback position, given what they're paying Jared Goff and given 
they will likely be drafting a quarterback as well. If they want to sign Jameis Winston on the cheap, though, he was on the veteran minimum this year. I'm fine with that. If they want to sign Marcus Mariota for cheap, I'm less fine with that, but it's it's still a possibility. Marcus Mariota still has potential. Mitchell Trubisky for the very minimum? Why not? He's got potential, sure. I I, I don't get see why not. As for the rest of the free agent quarterbacks, no. It's a no from all of them. Ben Roethlisberger? Absolutely not. He needs to retire. Ryan Fitzpatrick? No, there's no point. He is not a tangible upgrade over Jared Goff. Nor is Teddy Bridgewater, Andy Dalton, Terod Taylor. And I must apologize. Jerry and I did talk about bringing Cam Newton in, what that could do for the Lions. We've seen, given what Cam Newton is with the Panthers, we were wrong. Cam Newton is not who he once was. The shoulder just ain't right. The accuracy has taken a dive, and so no to him as well. And we're for talking backups as well. Don't give me some retread veteran either. I don't want Joe Flacco. Blaine Gabbert, no, stay away. Mike Glennon, no. This is all a waste of money. So what we do, like the Ravens did, you draft someone or sign someone as a UDFA. Maybe he's the guy. like to offer a trade for Tyler Huntley. There are plenty of options at quarterback. It just won't be in free agency. Maybe Aaron Rodgers becomes available. Maybe Russell Wilson becomes available. They won't be coming to Detroit. But those are all topics for the offseason. The point of today, Tim Boyle, not the guy. And granted, he doesn't have much help. DeAndre Swift is purely a decoy. He plays more snaps than Jamal Williams and Craig Reynolds. Swift plays 36 snaps. The other two combined for 34. But DeAndre Swift has six touches, which is tied with Craig Reynolds and less than half of Jamal Williams. So on Swift's 36 snaps, he has four carries, two receptions, and leads the team with 39 yard, or 36 yards rushing. And then we have Reynolds, and he's not so great. He has 13 yards on his six touches. It's fine. And then Jamal Williams, 11 carries, three receptions for 44 yards on 20 snaps. And I look at that, and every time Jamal Williams was on the field, the ball was going to him. That doesn't work. It can't be what you do with DeAndre Swift. When DeAndre Swift is on the field, usually you expect him to get the ball, and it's okay because DeAndre Swift is that talented. But Jamal Williams, we just saw 14 touches, 44 yards. It is below average. He's a good grinder back, but this was not the move. I don't like the predictability that Dan Campbell runs into sometimes with his offense. And I'll Remember that he is not a primary play caller. Hopefully, when they figure it out in the offseason, they will have someone more experienced and better. But in the meantime, Dan Campbell gets into some habits that I don't love on offense. One thing I did love about the offense, though, 
Touchdown Taylor Decker, a TD for TD. And you'll remember, oh, do we do we get rid of Taylor Decker? Do, do we trade him? Is he a cut candidate? Could we save some money getting rid of, rid of Taylor, Taylor Decker? No, we couldn't save that much money, but, but oh, what, what about the picks? What about the picks? At some point, you have to accept that you have a franchise left tackle in Taylor Decker. It is not a bad thing to pair him with a franchise right tackle in Penne Sewell. And so, this offensive line is great. Taylor Decker deserved the touchdown. And, surprisingly enough, Taylor Decker now has more touchdowns than former Detroit Lion Eric Ebron. <gasps> and former Detroit Lion Kenny Galladay. Yeah, those have been some disappointing free agents so far. On the Lions defense, uh, we talked about 51 points allowed. That is not good at all. But missing some key guys, Julian Aquara, he slowly made his way back into the lineup. Only nine pass rush attempts and still got to knock Russell Wilson down. I'll take it in the return from injury. And I'll take it from Aleem McNeil. The young nose tackle played the second most snaps of his young career. Did a great job on the nose, beating up on Seahawks right guard. Gave Jackson more than a couple times. For Ali McNeil, and a lot of people are disappointed with the performance from Levi O. And I understand that, but context is important. Levi on Wuzurike has not been healthy this entire year. He missed time in training camp with the back injury, and he missed some time in the regular season with the hip injury. At no point has this young man been fully healthy. Next offseason, when he has a full chance to perform, then we can take it, and then we can worry if he doesn't show improvement. But... I am excited with these young 20-something players on the defensive line in Julian Aquara, in Aleem McNeil, in Levi Onwuzurike, and with either Kayvon Thibodeau or Aiden Hutchinson because the Detroit Lions have locked up a top-two draft pick. And now there's rumors that the Jaguars might take left tackle from Bama Evan Neal? That'd be great for the Lions. They don't need to tackle at all. That wouldn't make any sense. They need a stud pass rusher. And there's a chance, even with the second overall pick, they get their choice. We'll see what happens. I'm interested to see how these two test. I was Ohio State and in the Big Ten Championship, but after watching him get a little bit manhandled against Georgia, the pendulum may be swinging back over to the physical freak, Kayvon Thibodeau. And whoever they take will be joining a defense with Derek Barnes, the linebacker. After being semi-benched versus the Falcons, he steps up, plays very well. He's coming on late in the season. 
as is Afetu Melifonwu, the cornerback out of Syracuse, six foot three at CB, plays a career high 72 snaps, shadows DK Metcalf throughout the game. That's a tall task to ask a rookie cornerback from Syracuse who missed most of the season to just go out there and follow DK Metcalf around. But Aaron Glenn trusted Afetu Malafonwu to do it, and it may have burned him a little bit with two touchdowns allowed, but then you look, five targets, three receptions, 31 yards. That's okay. When you're shadowing one of the best outside receivers in the NFL with very limited NFL experience and multiple injuries, I will take it from a Fetu. Kind of excited about this Detroit Lions secondary next year as well. As long as they re-sign Tracy Walker, it's looking good because on the outside, we have Amani Oruwari locked in on one side. Jeff Akuda, maybe he's the CB2 there on the opposite side. Maybe it's Jerry Jacobs returning from the ACL because he looked like a starting cornerback. Or maybe it's a Fetu Melifonwu. That's four potential outside starting cornerbacks. Maybe even Will Harris, the converted safety, playing full-time cornerback. Maybe he makes the switch. A.J. Parker in the slot, the rookie UDFA out of Kansas State. Another thing to get excited about. I know it's been a long season. I know this was a painful loss. But there is hope with the Detroit Lions. We are headed in the right direction, finally. I believe in Brad Holmes, our general manager. I believe in what Dan Campbell is instilling in this locker room. Suppose we should talk about the Seahawks a little bit. And if you want to hear from a Seattle Seahawks legend in Lofa Tatupu, who was a part of that Seahawks Super Bowl run against the Pittsburgh Steelers, listen to last week's podcast because he was a great conversation. As for the Seahawks of today, Rashad Penny absolutely unstoppable. And for those of you who play fantasy football at any point over the last four years, if you were told I am starting Rashad Penny over Saquon Barkley, you'd have laughed. That that sounds ridiculous, but that was the decision I personally had to make this, uh, this Sunday. And it paid off because Saquon Barkley, Rashad Penny, they have flip-flopped. Rashad Penny cannot be stopped. 27 touches, 185 yards with two TDs. And he's not the only one unstoppable for Seattle. Clearly, 51 points. Four touchdowns from Russell Wilson with three touchdowns. From what a blowout. It was painful. Seahawks had two interceptions, one from DJ Reed, one from Ugo Amadi. They still have a talented defense over in Seattle. They still have a franchise quarterback. I don't know what's going on with him and Pete Carroll, but 
there's a real chance Seattle is back in business next off season. And that'll wrap up our recap from the Lions. My one note, or sorry, we have multiple notes from the rest of the league, though. Number one, franchise rival Robert Quinn. He set the Bears franchise record in sacks, passing Richard Dent, the Hall of Famer. Congrats to Robert Quinn, even if you're a Chicago Bear. Now for the big news that everyone wants to talk about around the league. Antonio Brown storms off the field, leaves during the third quarter, and takes off his jersey, takes off his shoulder pads, takes off his undershirt, does some jumping jacks, waves to the crowd, peace sign, I'm out. Now I guess he's at a Brooklyn Nets game. Antonio Brown is reportedly being cut by the Buccaneers. Now, didn't officially happen yet. There's reports that the Bucs are talking to the NFL potentially about legality of the cutting and what the will still be owed. Or is it possible Tom Brady pulled some strings and convinced Bruce Arians to keep Antonio Brown? Whatever happened, the answer to Antonio, no, I have no interest in Antonio Brown on the Detroit Lions. And I do wish Antonio Brown well. Mental health is a very much a struggle. I wish him all the best and I hope he gets the help he needs. But for everyone saying that we should have empathy for Antonio Brown right now, I would encourage you to remember to have as much empathy for him as all of his alleged victims that we have heard reports about. So that kind of issues off the field, I don't want any part of. I really was not a fan of him being allowed to play in the NFL this season. Not my decision. But here we are. Don't want him. I do not want Antonio Brown on my Detroit Lions. So rest of the NFL, round things up, playoff picture. Falcons eliminated, Vikings eliminated, Packers lock it in, Buccaneers, Cowboys, they all clinch the division. Matthew Stafford and the Rams, they've clinched the playoffs, clinch the NFC West with a win over the San Francisco 49ers. As for the Cardinals, they can clinch the NFC West if the Rams lose and the Cardinals win over the Seahawks. Either way, Packers, Bucks, Colts, or sorry, Packers, Bucks, Cowboys, Rams, and Cardinals all locked into the playoffs. And then after the Vikings lost to the Packers last night, the Philadelphia Eagles clinched that six seed. So it now comes down to the 49ers and the Saints as the final two. And Packers can clinch the NFC first place with a win over the Detroit Lions next week. But we'll talk about that at another time. AFC, have lots of news there as well. Broncos, Browns, Dolphins, all eliminated. Titans, Kansas City, Bengals, all clinch division. Bills clinch the playoffs, as do the Patriots. If the Bills win, they win the AFC East. If the Bills lose and the Patriots win, then the Patriots clinch the AFC East. So. Either way, we have Tennessee, Kansas City, Cincinnati, 
New England and Buffalo locked into the playoffs. That final two spots, Chargers and Raiders will decide one of them. The winner locks in a playoff berth. Unless there's a tie. If there's a tie and the Ravens win, both teams will miss the playoffs. Final thing to decide. We'll see the results of the Steelers game. The Steelers still have a shot, but Colts win. Ravens and Steelers both eliminated from the playoffs. And I know it's disappointing that the Detroit Lions were not close to the playoffs at any point this season. I know at times it was painful. It was long. It was grueling. But I will say, and it's not just because I get to do this awesome podcast and talk to all of my friends. This was the funnest season for the Detroit Lions since they lost to the Bengals under Jim Caldwell and were eliminated from the playoffs. Jim Caldwell was gone. I enjoyed this season more than any time under the Matt Patricia era. This has just been such a morale boost in Detroit. And I know it doesn't look that way when you see two wins and a tie. But something special is happening in Detroit. I truly, truly believe that. So with that in mind, we will talk later this week about our Lions versus the Green Bay Packers. If you want to bet on that game, make sure you check out our friends at betonline.ag. However, until then, I will see you next time. I believe, I believe, I believe. I love the Lions. Say it with me. I love the Lions. I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.